it's us again. It's the Delisted Podcast. I'm Michael Kay. And I'm Allison. And today, we're recording this today on National Pepperoni Pizza Day. Yum. So, happy National Pepperoni Pizza Day, Allison. And a very happy and uh, wonderful Pepperoni Pizza Day to you too, Michael. What, are you going to eat a pepperoni pizza on this day? Mm. Every you eat it every day, so it's know, National Pepperoni say. Pizza Day every day for you. Yeah, I'm still I'm still trying to work in National Hamburger Cheeseburger Day, which was like you can a do a cheeseburger pepperoni pizza while making your way to the hospital is because that's where you have to go after eating that. <laughs> Pretty much. So do that. <laughs> so we could talk all day about cheeseburgers and pepperoni pizzas and pepperoni pizza cheeseburgers that's our other podcast yeah let's get into let's start so you start okay so we're starting with chevy chase today chevy chase is back in the news and for the first time in a long time it's not because he was being a mess or saying messy things or getting in a fight with someone although he well he he's saying messy things he's he's starting a fight in this one for sure so Chevy Chase recently did an interview with the Washington Post, and it was part interview, part job interview. I would say it was more of a job interview because Chevy has and all in a while. Saturday Night Live slamming, pretty e- much exactly bridge burning and trying to get your name out there. Um, so we Chevy hasn't worked in a while. He hasn't really worked since he was on Community, uh, which was I think his last episode yeah. it was like 2012. Yeah, that and sounds about right. He's 74, which is kind of retirement age for some people, but Chevy wants to work and he wants Well, those to- actors, they want to go to the end. Yeah. A they lot will- of them. Yeah. They'll be playing great, great grandpa. The spotlight is, is their oxygen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're all Norma Desmond's, basically. Yeah. I just pictured Chevy Chase in like a dressing gown. A turban and a dead monkey. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Well, actually, there is a, there is a clip of Chevy Chase in a turban, but it's from Christmas Vacation. Someone can doctor that up. Put a dead monkey in there. You go, Chevy Desmond. Exactly. So Chevy was talking about um, his first big break, which of course was Saturday Night Live in 1975. And you would think that he would try to, you know, if he wants a job so badly, you, you would think that he would be offering to like cameo and sketches and stuff like that. But Chevy is obviously too good for the show. Um, and he thinks it sucks. And Chevy thinks that it started sucking in 1979, which just so happened to be the first year he was not part of the cast. Naturally. Yes. So he says, when Washington Post asks about how he feels about Saturday Night Live right now, he says, I'd have to say that after the first two years, it went downhill. Why am I saying that? Because I was in it? I guess. That's a horrible thing to say. But certainly, I never had more fun. I really loved it and enjoyed it. I didn't see the same fun thing happening to the cast the next year. So he doesn't just come for the 1970 on cast. He drags everybody. Yeah, Yeah, for the current season, he says, I don't want to put down Lauren or the cast, but I'll just say maybe off the record, I'm amazed that Lauren has gone so low. I had to watch a little of it, and I just couldn't fucking believe it. I had to. Was there a gun to his head? Yeah, I had to. the TV was on and he was too tired to get up and like reach for the remote. So he's like, oh, I guess I have to watch this. The monkey held a gun to his head and then he turned the gun around and shot the monkey. And that's why the monkey's dead. And that's <laughs> the story of Chevy Desmond. Yeah, 
It's going to sweep the Oscars next year. So Chevy, though, has tried to host the show. And Lauren Michaels is still a friend of his, which, why? Like, no offense to Chevy Chase, but why would you still want to be friends with this guy? As far as we all know, he's kind of a huge asshole. But at Chevy Chase's daughter's wedding, as he's about to walk his daughter down the aisle, he asks Lauren and says, can I come back and host the show? And Lauren says, no, you absolutely can't do that. You're too old. And then he said, like, well, what about hasn't Helen Mirren hosted? Yeah. And uh, so basically it's like it's not you're too old. You're too much of an asshole. Exactly. Or you're not beautiful enough. Because if he's beautiful like Helen Mirren, I'm sure that somebody would give him a chance. But that's that's not in the cards for him. Um, Anyway, yeah. So point is, Chevy Chase basically shat on Saturday Night Live the years 1977 to 2018. I'm sure that if Chevy Chase was given a chance to predict about the future cast, he would also say it sucks and that yeah, you know, and then he terrible. he gave his thoughts on cast members. Yes, and all of the compliments he gave were all very, very backhanded. Yeah, it's like he can't give a compliment without adding a put down. So it's like he'll say, "You look pretty today." Which is a first and probably a last for you, bitch. <laughs> exactly. He sounds like me. That sounds like me, actually. But yeah, he cannot give a compliment without slap, without a slap. No, and except the only person he didn't give a compliment to was Will Ferrell, who he just said, you know, is, uh, he goes, just not funny, um, makes $25 million a picture. And I believe that's probably in retaliation for Will Ferrell saying that Chevy Chase was the worst host he had ever seen the last time Chevy hosted was I believe 1997 um and Will Ferrell was just like garbage he was so bad yeah and well the only person that Chevy Chase can say nothing bad about is Chevy Chase because every because everything starts sucking when Chevy Chase leaves it he's like the Donald Trump of comedians it's only good when he's in it and then once he opens that exit door it it ends up in the gutter. Yeah, not, nothing Chevy Chase does is bad. But for me, you know, I read the whole thing, and Chevy Chase has spent decades upon decades cultivating his image of being as pleasant as getting butt fucked by a cactus. So I'm glad he didn't ruin those years of work by, you know, saying nice things in an interview. You know, he has a reputation to uphold. So I'm glad he's consistent, at least. Exactly. Also, Saturday Night Live, when Lauren Michaels said, like, no, you can't host, you're too old, what he probably meant was, no, you can't host. We already have an asshole character that comes on every week, and it's Alec Baldwin playing Donald Trump. So we really don't need two of them. They should get Chevy Chase to play Donald Trump. He could. He just basically probably has to play himself. Yeah. <laughs> with a <laughs> wig. He's like, wait, what character am I playing again? <laughs> With a wig. And the good thing in the, this interview, he didn't say the N-word once. So that's, you should get a pat on the back for that. Didn't he call Donald Glover the N-word? Yes, he called Donald Glover uh, and Yvette Nicole yeah. Brown in, in like a table read. And everybody was super grossed out. And Chevy Chase was just like, what? What did I say? It's like, and oh, that's the thing. Boy. If Chevy Chase wants to look better to the public, he probably shouldn't talk. But if, since he can't do that, he should work with Dan Harmon again. Because by comparison, he might look like the lesser asshole but who knows it's a toss-up because when those two were working together it was like an asshole off yeah 
<laughs> I think that was that was NBC's working title for the show. Asshole off. Yeah. Okay, so goodbye, Chevy. Chevy. And we're going to move into mom zone. We got two back-to-back mom stories, mom-ish stories. So first is Alicia Silverstone. Uh, Alicia Silverstone and I guess he's a musician. Christopher Jarecki, they're married for 13 years. They split up earlier this year. They have a seven-year-old son named Bear Blue. Yes, Bear Blue. And that's still his name. The Bear Blue hasn't run down to the name-changing office and changed it yet. And so they're cool. the the bear in the big blue house from Nickelodeon hasn't sued them yet either, which is also kind of a That's miracle. in the works, I'm sure. So they're cool with each other. They co-parent their kid, blah, blah, blah. So Alicia told Working Mother Magazine, which is a real magazine and not a fake magazine in a movie, Working Mother Magazine, that she'd like another kid. But since she's single, um, she thought of having one with her ex. She said, I've always dreamed of having a little girl, but of course I want another little bear too. So whatever happens, if it happens is good by me. I'm not in a relationship, but there are other ways to make babies. Then the writer of the article added that um, asking Bear's dad for an assist, meaning some jizz, is <laughs> not off the table. But she, you know who she should ask is who? Big Bird because he'd definitely be okay with her bird feeding their kid. Uh, yep, I, of course. For this story, I rewatched that video. So if you haven't seen it, Google Alicia Silverstone bird feeding and you'll watch her chewing food and then barfing it into her son's mouth basically and it's it's super super gross but it's also from six years ago and I feel like in the span of six years even weirder parenting shit has happened like let me ask you this let me ask you now yeah what's your favorite food um one you have to pick one cheeseburgers okay so would you rather never eat cheeseburgers again or only eat it from your mom spitting it up in your mouth after chewing it and it's like my mom right now and me right now you right now first of all my mom would not do that she'd be like i'm sorry you're starving i don't care um i would say i don't i don't ever want cheeseburgers again because half the fun for me is walking to mcdonald's trying to decide if i'm gonna get two or three uh well not only that but i would never be able to look at my mom again well, yeah, no. My and mom I, would be ruined for me, and cheeseburgers would be ruined for me. Well, so also, yeah, I might there, as well just say goodbye to cheeseburgers. Yeah, but also there's that weird, awkward moment, though, where you're sitting there, and your mom is eating and chewing, and you're just staring at her, and just sitting and being like, okay, so... Just yeah, that's me, like the tell video. Tell me when to pop my mouth open. <laughs> Which, it didn't hurt the kid, so he's fine. It's so totally fine. Maybe, it's just weird. Who knows? Maybe he's going to grow up and be a genius, and it's all because... Alicia fed him pre-chewed food. I don't know what I'm talking about, so maybe she does know what she's talking about. But if she does have another child, my thoughts and prayers are with her gardener, who's probably going to quit because she's also not into diapers and is into letting her kid shit and piss on the grass. I'm so I read this too. Like she's all about like she thinks like kids should, you know, shit in nature. Okay, I sort of okay i don't know somebody who is a shit in nature person but i have a quick story about like i can't remember the name of that like name of the movement but it's called like 
like free diaper movement or something like that. Yeah, that's probably what Lisa is a card-carrying member. So one time I went to look for an apartment and it was at a time where I was like still living with roommates. So I responded to an ad on Craigslist and the girl seems super normal over email. They all do, right? And I get there and she's holding a baby that's like five months old. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. You didn't tell me you had a kid. And like already I was like, I don't think I want to live with a kid. Mm -hmm. And she goes, well, don't look at my child and think it's a child. She's not a child. And I was like, the what? She's a she's like a baby. You're holding a baby. It's like, what drugs are you on or what drugs am I on? Yeah. And she wasn't wearing a diaper either. And she goes, my baby's not a baby. She's just think of her as a small adult. Um, we don't do diapers in this house. So um, she uses the potty just like you and I do. Um, and I just carry her to go to the bathroom. She lets me know when she has to go. And I was like, if I move into this house, literally. Oh, you're going to be stepping on yeah. baby shirt. Yeah, the couch piss. is always going to have baby piss on it. And yeah. I, it I'm was surprised just that when she opened the door, a tsunami of baby shit diarrhea just didn't come knocking you over well i think it was all getting absorbed into her very large calf tan that she was wearing that could be it yeah yeah so yeah that's alicia's uh canadian long lost canadian sister but anyways the it's not it's not weird to me that she wants to that she is considering having a baby with her ex is it weird to you no i don't think so either to me It's kind of like the opposite of a Band-Aid baby. So this is her having a baby with someone she doesn't want to be married to with the intention of staying split up with them. Yeah. You you know sort of what the kid's going to look like. Yeah. You know what you're getting into. And you know that the dad or the other parent is going to show up because they're already showing up for your one kid. And he's into the same no diaper no vaccinations shit you are yeah he's gonna be totally cool if you name your kid i don't know windowsill raindrops (laughs) (laughs) that was the hippiest name i could cloud rain or whatever yeah Yeah. i'm sure there's probably six different kids named windowsill raindrops in some school somewhere yeah and having a baby with her ex wouldn't be the weirdest thing she's done that would that goes to batman robin yeah (laughs) Okay, so moving on to Kristen Bell. So Kristen Bell said on Mark Maron's podcast that she loves weed and she vapes on Sundays. Kristen's husband, Dax Dax Shepard, he's a former addict. He's been sober for 14 years. Dax has said in the past that weed was never his thing. So Kristen doesn't smoke around their kids, but she smokes around him and says he's okay with it. She said he's fine if people do things. He likes drugs and alcohol. He just is aware that he lost his privilege with them because he can't handle it. His brain does not have the chemistry to handle it. Kristen also says that Dax thinks everyone should try shrooms and ecstasy at least once, and he has encouraged her to have an ecstasy party where he'll be the sober guide. Now, Kristen got shit for this, and Dax uh, defended her, saying... That would be like a diabetic expecting their partner to never eat dessert. Get real. I could never imagine being with somebody who told me that I couldn't eat dessert. That's that's that's, divorce. Yeah, that's even like a bigger conversation than her vaping weed on Sundays. But do you think it's weird that she vapes in front of a former addict? Um, I think it's more weird that she only vapes on Sundays. Like is that like a well? Because she was talking about written sw- in the Bible. Well, she or was talking about how she does it on Sundays because it's like you know her time to relax, and right. she does it before sixty minutes, which is she's so weird because who vapes 
while watching 60 Minutes. Who watches 60 Minutes? Kristen Bell, apparently. <laughs> yeah. It's so um, weed. And I think, like, Kristen Bell smoking weed, I would never guess. I think, like, the hardest I. drug to her would be, like, Gatorade. Oh, I to me, I think the hardest drug for her would be eating a cupcake and eating all the frosting on it instead of, like, taking a knife and scraping all the frosting off. Yeah. That's, like, the hardest I could think Kristen Bell would be. I don't know. So what do you, what do you think? If you were sober... Let's picture a fantasy. Oh my god, land let's not sober. picture that. <laughs> that we just stepped into my nightmare. Yeah, we pictured the bizarro world where you don't smoke weed or drink or anything. Um, and you're dating someone mm-hmm. and they're smoking weed once a week in front of you. Would you be okay with that or would you be pissed about it? I mean, he's I mean, for I don't know, because I I mean, okay, let's say for some reason I decide not to drink, not smoke weed. Right. And then I was dating someone that was smoking and drinking in front of me. It would be a problem. But I also, you know, Dak Shepard's been sober for 14 years. So I have been around like recovering alcoholics who they can be around people who drink. Yeah. I think it's just the person. You know, some people it's cool and some people, you know, they see a drink and it pushes them off the wagon. It triggers them. So I I would agree. I think that if you were really, really into weed, you would probably be kind of pissed off that somebody smoked. Yeah, and he weed said he you. wasn't really into it. Yeah, if so. he doesn't care about weed, then that's probably fine. But the one thing I do not recommend is him being a sober guide at an ecstasy party. So I used to go to raves like everyone else back in the was this no like the early aughts or was well, it the nineties? I don't a, know. What's a rave, Michael? I don't know what Shut a rave up. is. I'm too young. I know it's way before your <laughs> way before your time. So um, I went to one completely sober because I had to work the next night. And when you do ecstasy, you need a full day to recover from this. You need a full day of lying in bed with the you know drapes drawn. You just need darkness for very a full dramatic. day. I do anyways. Oh yeah, it's very dramatic. Because it takes a lot out of you. So I went sober because I don't know why I wanted to go. And my friends all did ecstasy. And it was was just so annoying. You know, they kept hugging me and telling me they loved me. It was just, it was like being in a healthy relationship, which (laughs) grossed me out. And I said, no, thank you. Never again. That I would not recommend. Okay, this next part is where we go up, go over five stories really quickly. And this first story, we should probably cover this in depth because it's heavy. And that was not me making a sh- fat shaming Suge Knight joke. It totally but was, Michael. It was. But it but it just happened. So I'm throwing it in here. Breaking news. Suge Knight has uh, struck a plea deal with the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office in his murder case. He was facing murder charges after he ran over and killed Terry Carter on the set of Straight Outta Compton in 2017. Suge was... 2015, sorry. Suge was facing life in prison, and jury selection was supposed to start on Monday. Suge, who is 53 years old, pleaded no contest to voluntary manslaughter in exchange for 28 years in prison. He's getting credit for the three and a half years he served and will be on probation for three years after he serves his time. I'll be totally honest. I didn't think that I would ever live to see a day that Suge Knight would spend so much time in prison. Do you think 28 years is nothing for killing someone? Yeah, but it's longer than Suge Knight has ever served. Yeah, that's true. Like, I feel like Suge Knight years. is just in and out. Like, it's like a revolving door for him. 
Well, and there's another thing. So TMZ says that during the hearing in court, the judge, like during the sentencing hearing or whatever, Mm -hmm. the judge included a phrase about how the defendant could be deported after serving time. I guess that phrase is standard in hearings, but it works for Suge because he could be deported back to where he came from, which is hell. Yeah, exactly. There's, I'm sure that uh, Satan is preparing his passport as we speak. Yeah. Do you think he's going to get see the light of day or he's going to die in prison god Hmm, i don't know what's 20 well it's it's technically like 25 years he's 53 so that's uh evil can live a long time yeah when you've got hate in your heart you clock in at like 103 104 years i think that there will be a time that he gets out i could see suge knight getting out but i also know that suge knight has had some health problems so I, and I a couple of years ago, like he, he complained about a possessed toilet in his cell, yeah. and he wanted to be moved to another cell. So hopefully they put him back in that cell, and he spends forever with that possessed toilet, because they belong together. That ghost toilet's going to get him. Okay, so now on to much lighter news, although some of these stories may be pretty dark, <laughs> depending on what you're into. So uh, Variety is reporting that Maroon 5 will be headlining the Pepsi halftime show at the 2019 Super Bowl in Atlanta, Georgia. It hasn't been confirmed yet, but it probably is going to happen. Michael, I thought you said that these were going to be lighter stories. This is such depressing news. It's not the worst. (laughs) It's it's better than Justin Timberlake. Yeah, there's been way worse. I mean, do we remember the Black Eyed Peas? Like, that was a bad halftime show. Thank you for bringing up that nightmare. Now I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Now I got to, after this, I got to call my therapist for an emergency session. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that I hope is that Adam Levine opens the show in a rotating red leather chair, because I feel like that's how most people know And it him faces now. the other way the entire time. <laughs> yeah, the camera gets stuck, and so does the chair. Um, yeah, I mean, it's you're right. It's not the worst. There have been way worse people. And at the very least, he won't... They won't project the image of Prince. So they're already doing better than last year. And I don't know what's going to be the cheesiest thing at Super Bowl parties, the nachos, Maroon 5's lyrics, or Mom's panties after seeing Adam Levine. Oh, oh gross. Although nothing's going to be cheesier than that joke. None of them are cheesier than that joke. Maroon 5 will come close. Yeah. On to Noah Cyrus. So to promote her EP, Good Cry, Noah Cyrus, daughter of Billy Ray, sister of Miley, teamed up with a company called Pizza Slime to sell a bunch of merchandise, including a $12,000 bottle of what are allegedly 12 of her tears, which she shed while being, she shed, she shed while being (laughs) sad. And buy it now because it's only available for 48 hours and you can only buy 10 at a time. So here's the thing. It's $12,000, right? A thousand bucks a tear. Yeah. For $0, you could hold a glass to Billy Ray's face and catch whatever falls after you remind him that he hasn't had a song on the radio since the mid-90s. Yes, you can do that. But And I'm glad that Miley Cyrus didn't come up with this during her, you know, edgier days because the bottle of bodily fluids she would have sold wouldn't have been tears. Oh, wouldn't have come from her eyes, no. It would not have. <laughs> and let's just stop there. This is a family show. So Millie Bobby Brown. Uh, at this year's Emmys, 14-year-old Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things told Access Hollywood that she texts all the time with 31-year-old Drake 
and he gives her advice about boys. The only advice Drake should be giving her is, here's my advice. Don't date boys like me. Or here's my advice. Do not talk to 31-year-old men. See, the, a 31-year-old man texting with a 14-year-old girl he's not related to is completely normal on an episode of To Catch a Predator. <laughs> and, and that's about only, it. Chris Hansen needs to slide into those Drake's DMs. Yeah. And just his face looking at him like, no, no, Drake. No. And she like she doesn't even know what Degrassi is because I don't think she was born yet. No. I mean, for her, Degrassi is... Uh, I, I, can't even make a, I can't even make a joke. <laughs> it's DiGiorno's... It's knockoff DiGiorno. Yeah. <laughs> it's weed pizza made with DiGiorno. Get it, mm, Degrassi? Mm, that, that sounds, sounds delicious. Yeah. Okay. And finally, we end with a legend, Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda, who is 80 and hot, told people that she isn't proud of the plastic surgery she's had. She said, I hate the fact that I've had the need to alter myself physically to feel that I'm okay. I love older faces. I love lived-in faces. I loved Vanessa Redgrave's face. I wish I was braver, but I am what I am. Did Chevy Chase write that? Backhanded <laughs> Vanessa Redgrave No, because, for her? No, because if Chevy Chase had written it, he would have been like... Vanessa Redgrave has an old-ass face. She has so many wrinkles. She looks like an old purse. Um, Jane Fonda says that she's not brave enough to go without plastic surgery. I would argue that it's extremely brave to get plastic surgery. Like, I get freaked out just going to the eye doctor when they put that, like, machine near my face. I don't know how I would do with knives and scalpels around my eyes. Yeah, you're right. She was on Megyn Kelly, for those who don't know, last year. And Megyn Kelly asked her about plastic surgery. And she was so offended and she basically gave she basically turned megan kelly into dust with a look so i hope she goes back so that megan kelly can ask her again because megan kelly probably thinks it's okay to ask her again now that she's talked about it and that way jane can say bitch anybody but you can ask me about that We're taking a break from our advice segment this week because even Ann Landers needs a moment to recharge, you know, the advice giving machine in her head. But if you need advice on something, you can still email us at DTP at DLizzit.com, DTP at DLizzit.com. So instead of giving advice, we're going to play a game of fuck, marry, kill. And we're going to use dudes and stories that came out this week. So you ready, Allison? Oh, I'm ready. And just for the record, we don't want to really kill any of these people. No, please don't send lawyers after us. Okay, so starting with Kanye Drake and Nick Cannon. So Kanye used Instagram as his therapist's office again, and he went after Kim's ex, Nick Cannon, and Drake. Nick said in an interview with Vlad TV recently that he told Kim not to have plastic surgery, that she's always had an amazing body, and when he first saw her, he thought, that white girl got ass. Now, in Drake's song, In My Feelings, he raps about fucking a girl named Kiki. Kiki is one of Kim's nicknames. Kim denied she fucked Drake. So Kanye went off on Nick Cannon. I just wanted to express some things that were not sitting right with my spirit. Uh, now that I'm about the sunken place I can think and I could just be yay and just express how I feel, there's a couple things that I want to address. Uh, first of all, I want to address Nick Cannon. Like, I understand that 
Uh, you used to date my wife, but you know, you get in an interview, don't mention my wife. If someone brings my wife up, you say, hey, I respect that man, I'm not speaking on that. Don't be making no suggestions like nobody fuck my wife. Uh, Kanye went, out, went off on Drake, saying that Drake should have come out and publicly said that Kim's not Kiki. The fact that it's people making rumors or thinking that you fuck my wife, and you're not saying nothing and you carrying it like that, that don't sit well with my spirit. You know, if I had a girlfriend from Chicago, her name was Renita, and then you was married to Rihanna, I wouldn't make no song called Riri. So when you're like, oh, I don't know where it come from, you too smart for that, bro. You know where that come from. Don't make no record with nothing that could be confused. So on to Fuck, Mary Kill, the players in this story. Okay, okay starting with Fuck. Yeah. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. So this was hard for me because this was a really hard choice, but it came down to the fact that if it's good enough for Mariah Carey, then it's good enough for me. So I would fuck Nick Cannon. Okay. I said the same thing for the same reason. We have the same yeah. brain because he fucked Mariah Carey. So he got some rainbow magic on his dick probably. And so he'll fuck it into me. Yeah. So Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon. Okay. Next choice, Mary. Okay, this one was re- this one was really easy for me, Drake. Okay, because I want to be the princess of Canada one day, and I love Degrassi, um, and I would love some courtside Raptors tickets. I've only ever sat way up in the Raptors, so I would marry Drake. And this choice is probably going to get me fifty one fifty by my family, but I'd marry Kanye. Okay, shut down the podcast. I need I to call nine one one. I'm sorry. This is. Well, I have good reasons, because according to the internet, he's the richest of the three, even though he plays like he's broke. He's the richest. And what's I wouldn't have to fuck him because he'd be too busy fucking himself in his mirror room. And I'd probably never have to see him. So to me, that's a perfect marriage. He's rich. I wouldn't have to fuck him. I wouldn't have to see him. Oh, but what about once a year on your anniversary? And he comes crawling. I'll send a robot. I'll send a robot and he'll never... I'll send a robot and he'll never... He'll never know. He'll never know. Okay, Okay. and kill, so now we know you kill Kanye. Yeah, although to be fair, I'm pretty sure that he died inside the second he married Kim. So that one's kind of redundant. Okay, and mine is Drake because he's friends with 14-year-olds. And I got to draw the line somewhere. I mean, that's obviously okay for you, but no. I don't want to be. I don't want to be going to Chuck E. Cheese's with his little fourteen-year-old friends. I'm choosing. So. To, I'm choosing to ignore the fact that he's friends with children. And I probably wouldn't. And I wouldn't want to fuck him because he probably cries afterwards. And then texts his fourteen-year-old friends. So no, no thanks. <laughs> so on to our next one is Tom Cruise, Gene Simmons, and Rob the Bagel Guy. So Cher is doing press for her Ab- ABBA cover album, and she talked to the Daily Mail about her past loves. She said that Rob Camaletti, who was a New York City bagel baker and 18 years younger than her, is possibly the love of her life. They dated from 1986 to 1989. Rob also did some acting, and he's now a charter plane, charter airplane pilot. Cher met Tom Cruise at Madonna and Sean Penn's wedding in 1985. They bonded because they're both dyslexic. They had a little thing, and Cher considered him one of her best lovers ever. Cher and Gene Simmons were together from 1977 to 1980, and she says he's one, he's the one she's crazy about. So, fuck, who do you say? I'm going to say Tom Cruise because he's rich as hell. You know what would happen on a yacht or a helicopter. He'd be doing some kind of crazy stunts on you, and 
I'd be willing to give that uh, one shot. Okay. I also said Tom Cruise. Mm. I was going to say Mary because he is the richest of the three, but I don't want to end up chained up at Gold Base. So that's a no for me. Yeah, where your only friend is Shelly Miscavige. No. Yeah. And I don't, who is, I would love to have my only friend, but I don't want to be chained up at Gold Base. No. So, and I doubt that Tom Cruise even has sex, human sex, maybe some alien sex. But anyways, and he'd probably make me, he'd probably make me wear an L. Ron Hubbard mask while fucking, but I've done grosser things like cuddle. So (laughs) I'd go for that. Okay, Mary. Uh, Bagel guy. Because why? who wouldn't want bagels for breakfast every morning? I don't even care that he's a pilot now. I, you, uh, making bagels is a skill that you never drop. You always know how to make a bagel. That yeah. sounds like and you can for something else. Yeah. I also went for him for the same reason that I went for Nick Cannon, which is he's Cher's greatest love, and that's good enough for me. That's better than a testimonial from God, yeah. basically. Yeah. So kill, we both said Gene Simmons. Now, why would you, why would you kill Gene Simmons? Well, the thing is, I almost said fuck because that tongue could clean out my stomach and lungs while I face fucked him with my butt. So, but he was recently settled a sexual battery case and that's a deal breaker. Yeah, I would say that's my first deal breaker. And my second deal breaker is there's just something about his hair that's so deeply unsettling. Like it kind of looks like somebody spray painted a kitchen scrubber. So that would be the second deal breaker for me used kitchen scrubber his son however oh yes that's yes that's fuck and mary that's fuck and mary yeah okay so that ends that and um that also ends this episode so thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time bye goodbye